Welcome to another episode of Driving to the Res with, with your favorite host. Your favorite host. <laughs> you beat me to it. <laughs> Larry and Anil. Yeah. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> we need more practice again. What's my name, honey? Inelia. Okay. <laughs> All the people who know how to pronounce my name are cringing right now, I'm sure of it. <laughs> We've been together, what, eight years? That, and every time it comes to having to say your name, you I come up with it. another way. Yes, you do. To make sure that I get it right, and then somehow it comes out not right. <laughs> it's a process. Look, I found a penny. I picked it up. Okay, let me have that. Thank you, honey. <laughs> I already put like. my money in there again. <laughs> okay, got my money. Okay. Well, February was interesting, right? Yes. Because in February, February was, what is this? This is March. So February was only a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. And in February. We're about 2023 in case you're listening mm-hmm. to this way out into the future. In February, this February, we had a class on reincarnation. Yeah. And when I say class, it is. It's a class. It's a class. <laughs> yes. And in a class, you enter into the class having uh, maybe some idea what you're going to talk about. And mm-hmm. by the end of the class, it should get information in that class that some notes. expands your ideas and your thoughts and your knowledge mm-hmm. and your insights around whatever the thing is that the class is about. It's like you shouldn't get to the end of the class and say, oh, yeah, I knew that, I knew that, I knew that. Mm-hmm. There should be something in there that you didn't know. Right. And there was stuff in there that I didn't know. That was... Uh, in spite of the fact that I was helping give the class. And prepared it together. And prepared it together <laughs> through the process of giving the class. Yes. Insights that I didn't even know came, yeah. which was pretty remember, dang cool. Do you remember what, what it was? Well, it had to, had to do in specific with uh, the energy people carry of, I ain't never coming back here again. Right? Mm-hmm. And... And their meaning of that, their meaning of that, their reincarnation, meaning of the reincarnation, becoming aware of why they reincarnate and why they would uh, would keep it um, a mystery to themselves or a hidden from themselves. Mm-hmm. The, the whole why, the why they keep it a cycle that they quote unquote don't have control over mm, right. so yeah. that they do come back here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But not come back here, come back to a light, dark paradigm. Yes, come back to a light, dark paradigm. Because if they had we a good recall, they, they, <laughs> they exactly wouldn't. And their <laughs> yes. energy that they carry which right now is, there ain't no way I'm coming back here, uh-huh. is true. They're not coming back here. here. But what do they mean by here is not this whole Gaia planet uh. thing. They mean light, dark paradigm. They do. But the words they use, they generally speak of is... Earth. Earth and this, right? Yeah. This place. Like, this place is going to be like this forever. Yeah. So through the exploring reincarnation, finding out that, well, you never die, mm-hmm. and you don't change person when you do die, mm-hmm. because you didn't die. Right. And that the memories that you have, you still have them, mm-hmm. right? And they still define you. And they still define you. And... Well, there was probably four or five other things, but I, if you're interested in that topic, you really should get that class. Mm-hmm. It also gives a lot of value to the life that we're actually living. Because oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> I found a lot of people 
we'll talk about, oh, you never really die, right. you know, so don't worry about it. Right, right. But that kind of gives an energy of, oh, it's fine, you know, I can Just live this life and I'm not going to die really. And I want to. So it's kind of, they do integrate that part of it, which I think is kind of a hijacking of the whole thing. It is, yes. Because you, your life, how you planned it at the higher self level, uh, is totally worth living, living it. it. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes. So it's not like, here's the key, get the hell out of here. Mm -hmm. It's like, here's the key, make it count while you're here. As a person who's been um, has a lineage of helping people through the valley of death, um, I have found that with suicides, you know, like religious doctrine or some other doctrines, they'll say that the person's going to be punished. In some religions, the person's not allowed to be buried in this regular cemetery. They have to be outside of the cemetery. And they say that they're going to go to hell and all sorts of stuff, right? In different religions. And when I looked at individuals who committed suicide, the main, I would say 99% of the time, when they committed suicide, that moment when they reached the other side, the energy was, oops. Oops. <laughs> oops. Oops. Uh-oh. Oops. That was it, you know? That was the energy. And in um, all of the cases that I saw, I mean, some of them were like, hey, you know, actually I planned it this way, blah, blah, blah. And they had their reasons and whatevers. It was never like, um, you know, there was, it was more like I gave up and oopsie, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It was like, I wish I'd stayed and figured this out. Right, right. And I'm going to go back by choice to to the same state I was in and then continue where I left off. Because you're still the same you. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So. Exiting, exiting the scenery didn't exit the you. No. It no. just put the you in different scenery. Right. Basically, right. right? So that was a super great <laughs> class. Anyway, if you don't know how to get it, mm -hmm. we have them on Subscribestar, right? We do, yeah. Right. So... Fun things about Subscribestar, yeah. it's uh, the energy that we're looking at with Subscribestar <laughs> at a, a large degree also with um, Substack right, right. is to be, for you to become a patron of the light. Patron of the light. Yes. And right. Yeah. If you know patron what a patron is, it's like the... Have you ever heard the patron of the arts? Patron of the arts. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. A patron of the arts. Yes collects artists or supports artists in their endeavors exactly. they can focus on their art instead of focusing on waiting Heating tables <laughs> yeah. and paying the bills so that then in their spare time they can do some art right right so a patron patron enables the, the artist to do their art yes right and any and i think i saw that was an interesting thing any su sufficiently advanced society has art as a patron yeah. thing. Important so like thing. When, it, yeah. when civilization advances past starvation and food is taken care of and shelter is taken care of, mm -hmm. when they become sophisticated, art becomes one of the main Important things, importances. So. And art is only a, able to be important when all the other things are taken care, taken of. care of to yeah. some degree, right? A little bit like ascension. It's a little like ascension, yeah. It's yeah. like, oh... 
Yeah. We are, you know, we got enough surplus of food. Mm-hmm. Go make something handsome or <laughs> pretty or neat or interesting yeah. for me. So, yes, the class is in our subscribe channel. Subscribe, so subscribe star. star. Just mm-hmm. subscribe star and any yes. events you'll find it. Yeah. And um, it's a patron of the light energy. Right. right. If you like what we do. And there's lots of things that happen there as well. So if you'd like to be a patron of the light and take part in more expansion of awareness topics like looking at this class and discussing the, the podcasts and all the other things, the second hour of the podcast is all there. Right. It's like a really good and rich environment to go to. Right. I see the patron of the light. It's like I have like when I was fishing all the time, mm-hmm. I'd take a good portion of my fishing income and use it to mm, empower or enable or structure or create something that was about light, light right? Maybe yes. it was an event. Maybe yes. it was one of your classes. Maybe it was yeah. somebody else's class. But I wanted the effort that I did to go to doing the purpose that I came here for. Right? Of the life. So yeah. I became a patron of the light, exactly. Mm. And it was rewarding. It made my work feel more meaningful really yeah because it stopped being just about well what kind of stuff can i buy or what bill can i pay it became (laughs) how can i expand the light on the planet exactly that's hugely different so it made a big difference in my life so going back to the class and one of the things that i wanted to expand a little bit more on was the um, aspect of identity going through lifetime after lifetime and how we plan that and carry it out. And when I looked at that, it was that maybe memories defined us, right? So um, I'm going to read a little bit of our article today. Right, the newsletter's on Substack. Yes. So you go Substack in Ellie Benz and you'll find the newsletter. Yeah. It's called Does Our Past Define Us? <clears throat> so when I looked at the possibility that maybe, maybe memories define us, I found an energy line that really pushes that belief into the larger society. Again, it's like whenever there's something that's true and real, it gets hijacked for the light paradigm for ourselves, right? <laughs> yep. We have to take this information if we want to keep the light dark paradigm going and hijack it and make it topsy-turvy. <laughs> so um, the energy line was this agenda is not just puts people into their own personal identity, but also at a social identity level. Socially speaking, many groups take oral or written history to be the identifying parameter for the group. So... Our history is what defines us. Yeah, Yeah. like in America, Um, the Day of Independence, Europeans... Heinz 57, but you have a Swedish... That affinity, too. or you have Irish American, Irish affinity. Swedish so American. I'm Irish, Native American. That's my identity. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. In life, I've met many individuals who have made one. You sh- a lot of them actually just made one. You missed mine. Oh, I did. This identity is then used to define action and normality of experience within that group. Right, and I remember also with that. A little bit of projection around what that group would accept as normal. So, yeah. if you're hanging in with the drunk Irish group or the drunk Indian group, you know you're supposed to drink a lot. Right. <laughs> it's normal. Yes. yes. <laughs> but if you're not in that group of it, 
Yeah. It's not normal. So mm-hmm. there's a little bit of play in there. But yeah, yeah. generally speaking, that mm-hmm. identity becomes your norm, your your. Yeah, we tend to gravitate gravitate towards identities that will support our choices in life. That's for sure. Yeah, there you go. That's Mm -hmm. the right word. That's the right way. Yeah. Yeah. In life, I have met many individuals who have made one or more situations they lived through the basis for their identity, decisions, and personality. For them, that situation was a defining moment. Like... um... A traumatic experience or like a, a life-changing one mm-hmm. like yeah. a, or could be even the most fantastic experience of skiing down the ski slope and having a I guess a enlightening moment, moment or getting into the zone yeah. or it's just the most best thing and then the rest Everything of your life is spent different. focused around that yeah yeah I've seen also, um, we we also had a class on enlightenment. Indeed. And in that class, we talked about also defining moments for individuals, some individuals who had had a moment of enlightenment that lasts anything from a few seconds to a few years. And oftentimes their entire life changes to regain that moment or to teach about it. Yeah. So it becomes that moment just becomes the defining moment for their entire life. And you can also get that enlightenment class in subscribe. Yeah, speaking of which, <laughs> it's a pretty good time to do that subscribe yes. star thing because yes. not only do you get the class that's coming, um, you get all the classes we've had that's true. for the same price. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. You want to learn about reincarnation, there you go. You want to learn about uh, enlightenment, enlightenment. There it's go. there too. There's half a dozen or a dozen courses. This characteristic for a person to define themselves that way made me curious, and I decided to look closer as to why they're doing this. I thought it was very curious. Really curious. It seemed just natural to me. It's like people, I mean, I saw it so many times. Somebody becomes a police officer, and now... For six months, and for the rest of their life... (laughs) They're a cop. They're a cop. (laughs) That's how they think and how they identify. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or they were in the military as an army guy doing oh. the dishes and then yeah. carrying around, a, driving a tank or fixing a tank or whatever, and for the rest of their life, they're army vet. Yeah. yeah. And that's only three years or something, I you know? know yeah. It's Four not years. that long of a time, but it seems like... Yeah. They spent 20 years doing, let's say, something else, right? Like being the IT guy at a company, 20 years. But they spent four years in their formative years, like 18, 19, 20, 21, right. in the Army. Or the Marines, or the Coast Guard, or whatever. And forevermore, it does, they're not IT guy, they're Marine. Yeah. And they wear their cap, and yeah. their jacket. And the haircut. And the haircut, yeah. 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 Okay, looks like your haircut. Well, when I go ask the barber, I just tell her, give me a Coast Guard haircut, and they, she knows what to do, because there's Coast Guard hats on the wall. Yeah. And, you know, I like the haircut. <laughs> <laughs> it has nothing to do with identity. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. I'm not going to say anything. Okay. A couple of common particulars among these people surprised me. All right. One of these particulars was that in each case, the defining memory of the past event kept the person in a very well-defined and narrow path in life. Right. 
kept them focused in a way. Yeah, yeah. The other aspect was that they used the memory as permission to behave in certain ways and made it the reason for their present feelings, decisions, and worldview. Okay, so... It's... Oh, I'm stern and strict because I'm a Marine, and that's yes. we're very yeah. stubborn. Yeah. Or um, got to help all these people because I'm in the Coast Guard, and the Coast Guard's always about saving people. Mm -hmm. Or... I'm a cop, so you can't be doing that in front of me because, you know, <laughs> Yeah, I have to do something about it. I'll have it. to take you to jail. Yeah. Those kind of things? Yeah. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. But also, for example, um, the person... I remember reading a journey story about a guy who became enlightened at Walmart. Yeah. And then from that moment, his life changed. He left his family. He didn't provide for them anymore. And... I don't know what happened to his family because we never heard about it again, right? And all of his work was about teaching people about enlightenment. Yeah, but not going shopping at Walmart to do right. it. He had a different <laughs> technique figured out, right? Yeah, Even I don't though know. his experience was yes. a sudden enlightenment in the checkout, checkout stand. stand yeah. He didn't uh, bring his classes to Walmart, Walmart to check out. Yeah. Hey, guys, come on, this is the right line. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that was quite funny, I thought. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Also, yeah, what thing that I think about this is the reason for their present feelings, decisions, and worldview based on that identity. So, mm -hmm. so that identity has a worldview and a feeling about a thing that you just accept. It's almost like um, you're making a character, and in the character it has all of these attributes. Yeah. And these will be like a group of attributes that comes with this identity. So yes. you don't have to think of every single one. It's like, right. how do you feel about this? Oh, that, how we feel about that is this. Mm -hmm. We feel this way about that. Yeah. We uh, revere our elders or whatever that might be. Yeah. So even if you don't feel it, you still say you feel it. Right. Mm -hmm. And I, it's not like I don't get the idea that defining moments in life always result in negative things, even though some of the examples we've used might be construed or, you know, interpreted to be negative. Yeah. Um, it's like, it's not necessarily that. Right? Yeah, it didn't mean neg all negative. Mm -hmm. right? We revere our elders as just as positive as negative. Depends yeah. on what you're thinking about. Yeah. Okay. I then moved out a little bit from the individual energy lines and looked at a broader data and found that for everyone I have met, familiarity induced a level of comfort and pleasure that something unfamiliar was not able to do no matter how pleasant so this is when i want to like really open the hood on why is it that a moment defines us mm. right uh, or a series of moments will define us and it's because for some reason we tend to become more um attached maybe or gravitate towards what's familiar, whether that's positive or negative, right? Uh, because it's familiar, then you usually go for it. And that's really connected with the karma stuff that we talked about in the class as well. And uh, that, that's what I was like, really interesting to me. Really interesting. Yeah, I think I can empathize in a sense going to say France mm -hmm. that I mean French food is supposed to be pretty good but it was very unfamiliar it was very us. unfamiliar the way they were cooking it the way mm -hmm. it was served it put me off I was mm -hmm. like 
despite the fact that it's world class and supposed mm-hmm. to be pleasant, it was quite unpleasant for me. Yeah, yeah, exactly that, right? Yeah. Right. And another example, let's say you like a new song that's playing on the radio. I know, old tech. Radio? Where you might what hear radio? music. <laughs> Come on now. We do I have think it's playlists theme? or do you realize themed, themed streams of music. I we think do, that's where we do actually have a radio in our car. We do. But I don't know what the one oh one point fours are anymore because mm-hmm. they don't seem to do anything. When you hear that music, you quickly get the name of it and then listen to it over and over again throughout the week. Every time you listen to the song, you become more familiar with it, and therefore stronger emotions are attached to it. Mm. Right? And even if you listen to the music, sometimes you like it because it sounds... I didn't write that part, but it sounds like something that you have listened to before. Maybe in even in the past life, kind of? Could be, yeah. yeah. Or identified in... That familiarity aspect of sounds that you like. You could say it out loud, Brett. The songs are designed to do that. Modern songs, anyway. Oh. Brett says. Most modern songs are written by like three people. Oh. Like hundreds or thousands of songs. That yeah, is true. He's got it. Yeah, yeah Brett got true. it. You got it. Uh huh. Yep. So yeah, like Brett They're says. Designed to do that. Yeah. That's their purpose. Their purpose. If you want a really popular song, <laughs> they're very. They There's use the formula. same method. There's a formula, indeed. I think there's three notes or something. <laughs> no, it's a certain scale. It's like, da, 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 da. Yeah, he says it's a scale. So why do they use that methodology? Because it's familiar to us. And it's going to be a hit. Okay? Uh, so that's the key right there. The more you are exposed to something, the more familiar it becomes and the stronger your emotions around it are. We even a lot the word familiar to something we recognize. I usually have positive feelings towards. Now, I'm going to add a little bit here. Uh, because I thought, uh, I don't think I talked about it, but it was really interesting. Um, some weeks ago or something, uh, a situation happened. I can't remember what the situation was. And I got a very weird, unpleasant feeling in my tummy around it. And it was, in a way, I w- what, what uh, struck me as strange was that it was familiar, like it was slightly pleasant even though it was unpleasant I was like why is that pleasant because it's unpleasant it makes me feel like sick I'll take the yeah. fan up yeah with the silver part that's better Thank you. and um, what I found was that even though it was unpleasant it was very familiar mm-hmm. and that's what seemed to be with the pleasant part of it like almost like a feeling of I want this in my life and it was illogical because it was so unpleasant so I started looking I dug through the energy line and I found the familiarity of it when I was a kid you know like a young person mm. I go oh you little sneaker <laughs> sneaker <laughs> no 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 you're not welcome here you know so it was really funny in that way but it's like an example of that right exactly yeah we think it's positive because it's familiar Okay, this also translates to locations, situations, people, objects, and even feelings themselves. A thing will give us a specific feeling, and the feeling is so familiar we don't recognize it could be harmful, or that it's not the healthy way to respond to something that is happening. It is just the familiar way to respond to it, and therefore we accept it. 
doesn't necessarily mean it's not good if it's familiar. No. It just means... It's familiar. Be aware of it. Yeah. Be aware, be aware of, of that. That yeah. thing is connected to that feeling. Yes. So is it... It's now you're able to decide mm -hmm. instead of just accept it. Exactly. Unconsciously. Now you make a conscious decision now, right. which is really good. The whole purpose and point of expansion of awareness is being conscious of these things and allowing yeah. the ones that you want to remain. And then looking at the, you know, basis for the ones you don't want and let them go when they don't, don't serve you anymore. Exactly, yeah, yeah. So that's the key. When something is familiar, we tend to not only accept it, but also think it is positive and allow it to dictate our role of experience. We allow it to define our inner world of feelings and thoughts, our decisions and ourselves. It's funny because every time I say something, you just say it. <laughs> Very next paragraph. As we become conscious and aware of this, <laughs> we're able to allocate different parameters to what defines us and our experiences. It's almost like you're psychic and you can read my mind. Yes. I had an original thought. You did. I did. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we can identify recurring situations or even impinging memories from the past. And even though they will feel familiar and therefore normal, we can simply say no to them and start rewiring ourselves with new recurring experiences of our choosing and expose ourselves to other people's memories that are healthy and empowering. As empowered adults, we can now decide what defines us and what is familiar. So, the last bit here, how can we map to another person's memory, right? It's because sometimes, I know from my personal experience when I was a little kid, I didn't have exactly the most positive of experiences as a child. Um, and then... What I found was that I met people who'd had better experiences and they would talk about it and I'd go, oh, that is possible in life. Oh, that's awesome, mm -hmm. right? Rather than the, the, some people would say, well, they had a great life and my, I had a horrible life and blah, 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 you know, and continue stuck on that familiarity of energy of having had a horrible time. <clears throat> but you can tap into, oh, you know that it's actually really possible to have that type of experiences. And if you do that, very likely it, what will happen is that in your adult life, you will start swapping responses and reactions into more positive ones. It can be really, really simple. Like the other day, um, I woke up and I got the full blast of energies on the planet and everything and my response was like, mm, you know, like, wah, 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 wah. I'm sad now. I'm angry and I'm upset and I'm frustrated like that. <laughs> and my face was like this too. It was too. Like, I mean, the mean, mean face with my, 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 an upside down smile. Okay. <laughs> an upside no down smile. No amount of strawberries and ice cream would fix it. No. So what did I do? I made a, 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 a correct smile. Even though I was feeling all those things, I started smiling. I'm going to smile no matter what things going on on the planet. I don't even know why I'm feeling this way, so I'm just going to smile, you know. And you know what? It's like half an hour later, I was laughing and giggling and looking at beautiful things and chatting and nice things. And then I thought, wait, what happened to the other feeling? <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. So consciously, I decided not to be swayed by the memory of and even the knowledge of things that are happening on the planet, I decided to respond in a different way, and I made that response conscious. 
Mm-hmm. And after half an hour, the other, the yucky feelings, upside down smile was gone. And I wasn't going to go and try and look for it, of course. It's like, no, that, that can be gone. That's it gone. serves no purpose, right? Except for disabling me and making me less able during the day. So, yeah, it's very practical. Respond in a different way to the familiar. And uh, even if, like, the happy feelings, if you're really, like, get the happy feelings, wake up in a great mood, right? then you smile and it continues throughout the day. But if you like start looking for negatives or allow the negatives that you might see or perceive to wipe that smile off your face, then it just doesn't add to anything. So memories can define us, including the memory of what happens when you smile. So you you take charge of, okay, what memory am I going to use here? Or... If you see like a situation or you remember something that happened to you when you were a kid or like last week that you felt really bad about, instead of like spinning down that memory lane because it's familiar, you've done it a thousand times, you remember a really nice quote from a book or somebody, a story, or like we have that emergency kit, like the cute videos and happy cute kittens and you know, it's like we just step out of that familiar funk and step into the familiar high frequency. Yeah. Right, because you have access to that as much as the other. Exactly, we do. Yeah. So it is literally a choice point. Exactly. Literally yeah. a choice. Which one is it going to be that defines me? All this memories that descend me in this negative stuff yeah. or the ones that did the opposite? Which yeah. one am I going to use for right. my, hey, this is me, yes. this is my attributes who am i how am i yeah all this bad stuff no 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 (laughs) that's the world that you didn't want to reincarnate into exactly yeah Yeah. all the other good stuff that's the one that defines you that's the world you do want to incarnate into Mm -hmm. i think we win we win (laughs) good job thank you love you love you too Wait, before we log out... Wait, what? Wait, what? wait, before we wait, log wait. out... Did you see the snow? Before we log out... Oh, did you see that picture? <laughs> what? what? Before we log out... What? what? I'd like to remind everybody that we're actually going to be discussing this in much further depth. Oh, that's in right. In the second we're not half, done. second We're part only getting started on this. Of our podcast, and you can access that second part yes. at Subscribestar. Yes, so. we like to use Subscribestar to allow you the opportunity to be a patron of the light. Exactly. Right. And you get goodies. And you get goodies. Yeah. And yeah. we have someone there to, uh, you know... I don't think the word coddle so is, is the right word. No, I said after party. There's an after, after party. party for the podcast. Ashley it's a study Swale group for this class. Does study oh groups for the gosh. class. She does after That's parties good... for the podcast. They have a Telegram channel. There's a Telegram channel. They for all the patrons of stuff. the light. Patrons of the lights gather together yes. and become even stronger patrons of the light. Yes. It's really cool. Right. Really it's cool. a really nice community. Yeah. You this. should go there. Yes, go there. Just just go try there. it. it. Just I mean, come on. It. It's worth it. Just do it. Just do it. Okay. Right. We'll see Not you there. <laughs> so, okay, we're going to start the rest of the conversation. In a few minutes. In a, in a minute. Now. Right. I think it'll be now, even now. though it'll be, it's now. now. Okay, here we go. Okay.
Hi, Adelina. Hi, Ashley. I mean, hi, <laughs> hi Adelina. Hi, Ilya. <laughs> hey, wait, wait, wait. Wait. One more thing. Okay. Next week, I think we'll have our Sasquatch article. <gasps> yes, Sasquatch. Just a little treat for you. We're going to bring a friend of ours for the second part of the podcast. Right. We right. really like him, and he's amazing. Super connected with Sasquatch. Oh, and my God. So excited. It's so funny, too. The minute he shows or says he's showing up. In the area, the Sasquatch The Sasquatch start, start popping out and <laughs> yes. talking and leaving little signs and the sticks. Yes, and the they get very excited. They love Knocks him. in the woods. Mm-hmm. And uh, just yesterday, I was walking around, and a fairy popped out. Yes. I got a literally, I got a picture of a fairy. Yes. I'll share it. Probably yes. on my next the podcast. Subscribe yeah. Star yeah. stuff. And oh yeah, subscribe Star. You can share it there. I could put it in the Star Tribe on the nice. Telegram or somewhere. Yeah, nice. we'll we'll find it. So go there, get connected, mm-hmm. check out this stuff. Perfect. And next week, or the week after, however it goes, mm-hmm. we'll be talking to a friend about Sasquatch. Yay! Okay. All right. See you again in a second. Okay. Okay. Bye. <laughs>